Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Greetings, conversationalists. Welcome. The full number here, the Eric Erickson Show, is 877-973-7425. Happy to have you with me today. Uh, real quick, uh, it's Thanksgiving week, obviously, um, and it, we're going to do a 20% discount on the annual uh, subscription for the show notes. If you would like it, all you have to do is text DATA to 33777. This week only, you get 20% off. The It's normally 70 bucks a year, so if you text DATA to 33777, you get a 20% discount this week for Thanksgiving you can get the show notes, you can get uh, discounts to the conference, or the opportunity for discounts at least, and get the show notes, get all that sort of great stuff. Now, uh, we got to move on to what's happening abroad. Whether or not you realize that we're in a war. I want to start first with the hostages, though. This is actually really predictable. We shouldn't be surprised at it, but it's worth noting. So the Israeli government has released footage of the tunnels under the hospital in Gaza and elsewhere showing uh, not just the tunnels, but the evidence that the hostages were there. And they've also released security camera footage of the hospital in Gaza from October 7th showing Hamas brought the Israeli hostages into that hospital. A doctor who fled Gaza, who worked at that hospital, has now come forward and said that the uh, bottom floor of that hospital was off limits, the basement level, that only Hamas was down there, and that, yes, Hamas used it as a base of operations. You will not be surprised to learn that the way the left is spinning this is that, well, clearly Hamas cared about the hostages and brought them to the hospital for care. I mean, all the Israeli video coverage shows is that Hamas cared for the hostages. You mean, they took hostages. They, 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 they definitive proof, they took the hostages. And the less bit is, well, they clearly cared for them. They took them to the hospital, to the basement level where no one else was allowed to go. And by the way, Hamas denied they took them there. The way the left wants to twist this always ad infinitum to justify Hamas is ridiculous. A group of left-wing anti-Zionist Jews, that is self-loathing Jews at the U.S. Capitol, had a little ceremony this weekend. Now, I'm going to play this, and you should understand, like like one of the, the rabbis, and I should use air quotes, rabbis as a transgender activist, uh, among other things. I'm going to play this. If you're Jewish, if you understand Hebrew, you're going to get a real kick out of this. The rest of you aren't going to be able to understand it, but I will tell you what's going on here. Once you hear it, listen to this. <laughs> Oh, 
Notice how her voice keeps fading. Notice her voice. Listen again. It's very loud and then mumbles and then loud again and then mumbles as she repeats the reading. Loud? Mumbles? Quiet after being loud. What's going on here? Let me read you the passage. Now there was a famine. This is from Genesis 26. Now there was a famine in the land besides the previous famine in Abraham's time. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father, David. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and will give them all these lands. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. So what this lady is, is saying out loud is, now there was a famine in the land besides the previous famine in Abraham's time, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar, and the Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. And then mumbles. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars of the sky and will give them all these lands. So she says very loudly, sings the part of stay in the land of the Philistines, and then mumbles so that it's almost inaudible to the people listening, I will give you these lands. <laughs> it's almost, oh my gosh, I can't read this part where the Lord says he'll give the Israelites the land. Nope, can't read that part. The level of willingness of these people to twist words and refuse to confront what their own eyes show them to justify the Hamas cause is outrageous. Now, there's something else happening. While all of this is going on, well, the bad guys do everything they can to justify being on the side of the bad guys and trying to make the bad guys look heroic. There's been a surge in attacks on U.S. forces in the Middle East. People at the Defense Department, soldiers at the Defense Department, uniformed officers at the Defense Department are beginning to speak out on background to the media 
because they believe in the words of the Washington Post that they have a, quote, incoherent strategy for countering the Iranian proxies believed responsible, acknowledging the limited retaliatory airstrikes approved by President Biden that have failed to stop the violence. One defense official who, like others, spoke on the condition of anonymity to be candid said, there's no clear definition of what we are trying to deter, and we are trying to deter future Iranian attacks like this. It's clearly not working. Let's go back to the polling from Fox News. Republicans have a dominant and commanding position on which party is best to handle national security and which party is best able to handle terrorism. When you go back to the 1980s and Ronald Reagan beating Jimmy Carter, wasn't domestic policy on which Reagan won. We, we, on the right, we like to champion that. We like to say, are you better off now four years than you were four years ago? I mean, the economy played a big role in Reagan's election. We can't deny that. But what also played a big role? The Iranian hostage crisis and the Soviet Union. Jimmy Carter was a disastrous president when it came to foreign policy and the economy. And Ronald Reagan made people feel safe. In fact, the polling suggested Reagan made people feel so safe that the Democrats and some Republicans attacked Reagan, saying he was going to lead us to nuclear war. He was going to lead us to nuclear war. In 1984, Ted Kennedy went to Moscow and tried to get the Soviet Union to make peace talks and kissy face to help Walter Mondale. That's right. The media doesn't like to talk about foreign interference in the election when Democrats do it, but Ted Kennedy, it is well documented, went to Moscow and tried to get the Soviets to interfere in the American election through changes in policy and public statements so that the Americans would feel more comfortable with the Soviet Union because Kennedy was convinced if the Soviets would play nice with us, people would stop backing Ronald Reagan, who made them feel safe. You can say a lot of things about Donald Trump. But the Russians did not invade Ukraine when he was president. And Hamas did not attack Israel when he was president. And Iran left us alone. Joe Biden has an incoherent foreign policy. But it's really worse than that. There's something creeping in the shadows. There's resurgent Islamic jihadis creeping in the shadows. They are a threat to everyone. They are a threat to the Chinese. They are a threat to the Russians. They are actually even a threat to the Iranians because they're Sunni and they hate the Shiite Muslims as much as they hate the Christians and the Jews. They are a threat to us. But the Chinese and the Iranians and the Russians have basically set out a detente position with the Islamic jihadists roaming and growing in Africa and the Middle East because they know they'll come for the Americans first 
because they hate us the most, because we side with Israel, because they do view us as a Christian nation, even though we're really not. The threat is growing and festering. The Wagner mercenaries of Russia are helping the Islamic jihadists destabilize Africa. The Iranians and Syrians are attacking American positions in Syria and Iraq. The Chinese are buying the oil of the Iranians to fund the attacks. The Iranians are supplying weapons to Russia to combat the Ukrainians. The Turks are turning on us. The Turks have been a NATO ally. They're turning on us. And Joe Biden is too ignorant to figure out what to do. Joe Biden refuses to be aggressive. Joe Biden seems to think the world is going to like us. Don't forget his administration has been infested with Iranian sympathizers. Will you know this? This has been documented by the press, not by me. There are things stirring in the shadows. There are things growing in the shadows. There are things festering in the shadows. And Joe Biden and his administration are asleep at the switch. It's pretty damning indictment of this administration that his old administration and uniformed officers are beginning to talk on background to the Washington Post that Joe Biden's strategy in the Middle East is incoherent. And what it's doing is it's provoking more aggressive attacks from the Iranians as the Iranians try to probe, where is the bright line with the United States? Thus far, there's not one. They can hit us and 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 hit us. And Joe Biden won't allow us to do an aggressive response, which means every time the Iranians hit us, they punch harder and harder and harder and harder and hit us and hit us and hit us. And Joe Biden won't do anything, which is going to provoke, one, a bigger Iranian response that ultimately does provoke an American response. We could have contained this when it was small. But Joe Biden refused to, which guarantees escalation, which is deeply incoherent as an administrative policy. But that's what you get with an 81-year-old in the White House surrounded by a bunch of progressives who think America is to blame for all the world's ills. Blame America first in the White House, get American deaths in the Middle East. It's that simple. When the world seems crazy, he'll keep you sane. It's the Eric Erickson Show. You can be live on Eric's show by calling 877-97-ERIC. That's 877-973-7425. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. David, let me get to your question first. Welcome. A pleasure, sir. Uh, Hi there. Happy Thanksgiving to you. You too. Uh, I had a a thought where you are talking about your previous segment. Uh, regarding Trump and Biden and running with each other. Didn't a poll come out about a year year or so ago about how if the population that voted for Biden, roughly 31% would have voted for Trump? Do you, do you not think that's a factor involved in this, if it's upcoming with this election, if he does win it, if Trump does win the election? I mean, the Republican nomination? Thank you, uh, and I'll hang up and have a great day, sir. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, there, there was a poll that came out that it, it, it could have been persuasive given the narrowness in some states had, had voters known about the Hunter Biden stuff uh, more thoroughly. And it, it, Republicans have danced around this just a little bit because it's the same argument the Democrats made in 2016 that had James Comey not handle the um, situation towards the end with uh, what's his name? Um, uh, oh, uh, Anthony Weiner's fiance or his wife uh, with laptop and information that Clinton says is the FBI through the election. Republicans say, well, now it's the FBI doing it to us with Hunter Biden. Um, you can interpret that however your partisan position wishes to be. The the larger problem here is, of course, the way the media handles it, um, what the media tells us or doesn't tell us and how it shapes the election. That's something we all have to be mindful of. Remember, I mean, go all the way back to George Bush and the DUI arrest back in 2000. Al Gore and the media intentionally waited until the very end of the campaign season to drop it uh, as a way to pull evangelicals away from Bush. And there was a lot of data at the time to show that uh, enough evangelicals in Florida and elsewhere set it out uh, that it caused Bush problems, that it, it turned off a number of evangelicals at the end who felt like Bush was too good to be true. Here's proof that they were being played and they set it out and might have uh, the election would not have been as close. So the media has played this game forever. And we got to be mindful of it. What else will they either not reveal or drop at the end to reveal to turn off voters? Remember the Access Hollywood tape as well. It's another example of it. Now, I got to talk to you this week about standing in the line. I stood at the line in the grocery store so long this weekend. And unfortunately, there's not a stamps.com option really at the grocery store unless you use some third party services. And then, yeah, I'd rather do my grocery shopping. But I don't want to stand in line at the post office or UPS to ship packages which is a great reason for having Stamps.com. Not only do you get 84% discounts uh, with the post office and UPS, you also can arrange the cheapest or the fastest options, and you can also arrange pickup at your home or office of all the packages you've got to ship. It's a remarkably fantastic option. All you need is a computer and a printer. You go to Stamps.com, you click the microphone at the top right of the website, you put in my name, Eric, you start saving today. You do not have a long-term commitment. You do not have a contract to sign. You get a free digital scale, you get free postage, you get a free limited time offer from Stamps.com. Stamps.com, you can put in your packages uh, in your computer or mobile device. You can get the labels printed. You can arrange pickup at your office or your home for the packages. You never have to stand in line again with all the people sick this holiday season. coughing in line. Avoid the lines with Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click the microphone, put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Start saving and shipping today with Stamps.com. there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across America. I hope you had a great weekend. The phone number here, 877-973-7425. Remember, if you text the word DATA, T D A T A to 33777 this week only, you get a discount off the daily email and the show notes, stack of stuff, all that great stuff. Text DATA to 33777. I want to go to the phones. Manny, you're going to be up next on the show. Welcome to the show. Manny, you there? Well, I don't hear Manny. All right, I'm going to put you on hold. Let Charlie figure out if you're still there. Um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll let Charlie talk down the line to you, Manny, and see if you're there or not, because I wouldn't mind taking your phone call on that topic. But I want to move on while we figure that out. Uh, the phone number is also 877-973-7425. Um, I, I got I to say something. I got to get this off my chest, and, and I'm going to let Philip put this out there um, and record this. The Washington Post, I've mentioned this a couple of times, and it needs to be mentioned again. The Washington Post is flat out at this point in the pocket of Hamas, a terrorist organization. And I want to make the case to you on a number of points. Number one, when the October 7th attacks occurred in Israel, the Washington Post gave front page coverage to the pro-Hamas rallies in the United States, many of which were uncritical coverage, talking about uh, the need to avoid collective punishment of the Hamas people. Next... If you look at their coverage, when the Israel rally happened in the on the Washington Mall, they buried the coverage of the metro section. Next, when the pro-Hamas agitators showed up at the Democratic National Committee headquarters, they refused to even cover it, except a little blurb at the bottom of their website. Next, when they've covered stories in Gaza, they have covered the Gaza Health Ministry numbers, uh, sometimes failing to admit the Gaza Health Ministry numbers are a propaganda operation by Hamas, or when they've covered them, they've buried in the story that, well, some say the Gaza Health Ministry is run by Hamas. They've flat out refused. Most damning of all, they ran a cartoon of the Hamas leader with children tied to him, showing how he uses kids as human shields, and then they took the cartoon down and they apologized for running the cartoon. Time and time again, they do this. And now today, there's this. Let me read you two quotes. One, at least 11,100 Palestinians have been killed in the territory since October 7th when Israel launched its attack or launched its war in response to a Hamas attack. Notice this. Israel launches a war in response to an attack, and they do this, quoting... What source? The Gaza Health Ministry, but they never reference it as such. They just state as fact, 11,100 Palestinians dead. But then listen to how they cover Israel. Officials in Israel, in making the case to storm Al-Shifa Hospital, have described the hospital as the beating heart of the Hamas militant group's operations, a claim for which they have yet to provide significant evidence. You got that? They're willing to accept at face value Hamas's death toll claims, but not Israel's claims about the hospital. They yank a cartoon about Hamas because it offends the sensitivities of people who work at the Washington Post for daring to show Hamas using human shields. They give front-page coverage to pro-Hamas demonstrations. They bury coverage of pro-Israel demonstrations. At this point, the Washington Post is an arm of Hamas, a propaganda arm of Hamas inside the United States, and it should be treated as such. You know, at some point, everybody needs to realize we are in a war. We're in a war for survival of the West. And American media outlets are sympathizers with the terrorists. Contrast the Washington Post with a clear-eyed view of what's happening with the Wall Street Journal in Africa. Here's a story out of Benin. Gunmen pulled 18 villagers from their homes during a night raid this spring. 
shooting some and slitting the throats of the rest. They wedged hand grenades under the bodies, laying a trap for those who would discover the grisly scene. Two more villagers were later killed when they moved the corpses and triggered the explosives. By then, the attackers were hiding in nearby Pinjari National Park, a refuge for thousands of elephants, herds of antelope, the last few West African cheetah, and increasingly, Islamic extremists. Pinjari and two adjacent national parks comprise West Africa's largest surviving protected wilderness. 4.2 million acres spread among remote areas of Benin, Niger, and Burkina Faso. The expanse of emerald green savanna, jagged cliffs, and stands of ancient baobab trees have also become the latest battlefield pitting the United States and its allies against Al-Qaeda and Islamic State fighters. Militants carried out 71 killings, kidnappings, and other attacks in Benin in the first half of the year, compared with five in 2021, according to the Armed Conflict Location and Event Data Project, a U.S.-based nonprofit monitoring center, and the Pentagon's Africa Center for Strategic Studies. Most of the violence took place inside the parks or nearby. We call the Western African region the Suhail. And across it, there have been a series of coups of governments propped up by the United States. These countries are south of the Sahara. We call it sub-Saharan Africa. They go up into Africa. You have Mali, which at the north is Saharan, and towards the south gives mountains into plains and grasslands. You have Guinea, Sierra Leone, Liberia, the Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Togo, Benin, Niger, Nigeria, Chad, Cameroon. Across the southern Saharan plain, all the way to the Sudan and Ethiopia, South Sudan, Islamic terrorists are spreading. But how they are spreading is an interesting story. What's happening, remember the Wagner Group. The Wagner Group were the Russian mercenaries whose leader, Prigozhin, staged the coup before he was assassinated. I'm sorry, his plane fell out of the sky. When the coup failed, Vladimir Putin exiled the mercenaries to Africa. These mercenaries from Wagner Group have been undermining and destabilizing the countries of the Suhail. What's happening is, and you need to know this as an American citizen, you need to understand this, what's happening is the Wagner Group is destabilizing these countries south of the Sahara, across the Sahel, across this region of Africa, and these by destabilizing the countries and launching coups, what's happening is the Islamic fighters are getting a foothold in the countries. These Islamic fighters are a threat to the Russians. The Russians don't like them. The Russians, you need to be clear, are not allied with them. So why are the Russians doing this? They're doing it because of the war in Ukraine. Among other reasons, 
See, we have worked since 9-11 in 2001 to stabilize these parts of West Africa where Islamic radicals were getting a foothold. By destabilizing these areas, the Russians are convinced we will have to divert resources we might otherwise send to Ukraine. But it's not just Ukraine anymore. Expanding the map, the Russians and the Chinese now and the Iranians believe if we are tied up in Africa, restabilizing countries that they're destabilizing, we have less footprint to be able to deal with them, whether it's dealing with the Houthis south of Saudi Arabia, whether it's dealing with the problems in the South China Sea, whether it's dealing with Israel, whether it's dealing with Iraq and Syria, whether it's dealing with Ukraine, they've decided to destabilize a continent and hand it over to Islamic radicals on the understanding and the calculation that the Islamic radicals will come for us before they come for them. I watched Game of Thrones. It ended badly. I wish they'd remake the last two seasons. But there's this army of undead people marching from the north. And in the south, Cersei Lannister, who's one of the villains, she's taken control of King's Landing. She's taken control of the realm. And she promises, she sees the undead. She knows it's a threat. And she promises soldiers to help the northern kingdom fight, to help the Starks fight. And she never sends them. Essentially, what she decides is that um, the the undead, the, the Night King, they'll fight the North and they'll all wind up killing each other and she'll have what's ever left. And if the Night King is somehow able to dispatch the Starks, well, she'll deal with them then. This is essentially what the Russians, the Chinese, and the Iranians have decided, that the Islamic radicals will come kill the Americans, drive us out of, the, out of West Africa, destabilize West African regions. We'll kill them. They'll kill us. They'll leave Iran, China, and Russia alone. Our hands will be tied up with them so that Iran, China, and Russia can expand elsewhere. This is what's happening. The Cersei-Lannister strategy being played out by the Iranians, the Chinese, and the Russians. Bad things will happen, people, because Joe Biden doesn't have a clue how to fight on multiple fronts and restabilize this region. And the Russians, the Chinese, and the Iranians, so for all the talk about Donald Trump leading us to World War III, Joe Biden's indecision and cowardice is leading us to World War III. He does not want the United States to lead because he's surrounded by a bunch of progressives in the State Department who abhor American leadership in the world and think we're the destabilizing influence. Meanwhile, the Russians, the Chinese, and the Iranians have realized the real destabilizing influence are the terrorists, and they're hoping to embolden them for them to come after us. It's insanity you see playing out on the world stage, and this administration in Washington, D.C., is too reckless and delusional to realize how to deal with it. Now, Manny's back. Manny, I, welcome to the program. How are you? Sorry about that. Not sure what happened. No, that's okay, Eric, man. Thanks for having me, man. Sure. No, I just wanted to make a comment, man, that I'm glad uh, you're bringing forth uh, uh, the idea of the 80s. Uh, I actually went in the Navy uh, back in 79, I actually uh, served for almost uh, two decades, and was fortunate enough uh, to be uh, in the situation in the early 80s with a lot of the stuff that was going on 
uh, and that side of the world where, you know, you had the uh, show of Iran, the Ayatollah, the Palestinians, uh, the Egyptians, uh, Gaddafi, uh, of course, the Russians, they always have their hands and everything they try to do on that side of the world. Uh, but the biggest difference back in that time frame, uh, and I'm not ashamed to say it was the only uh, president that I voted for, which uh, was my commander in chief, which was Ronald Reagan. Uh, and he knew how to do the things that needed to be done to stabilize a lot of those threads in order for this country and pretty much the world to uh, uh, to basically favor the last 40 to 50 years of living in, you know, sort of a, a normal state without having to look mm-hmm. behind our shoulders. Uh, and that was a great point that you were clarifying because, you know, and again, I'm not a politician. I'm a, I'm a conscientious uh, military person uh, that have been around the world, have been in a lot of those places. And uh, I share the view of what's going on now as far as, you know, our present uh, administration is a little bit weak. And a lot of these guys, that's what they basically uh, it's kind of like a turkey vulture. <laughs> you know, they, they basically prey on the weak uh, when yeah. they see it. You, you know, uh, okay, so, you know, look, I got I to gotta step out to break in. And first of all, thank you for your service, and I appreciate your comment, Manny. And, and one point to that is the Biden administration wants to go back to the Carter administration policy of tying human rights records into how we deal with people. And that's a willful naivete that Ronald Reagan realized had to be scrapped because the Soviets, like the Russians, their successors, the Chinese, the Iranians, they don't care about a country's human rights record. They're willing to go deal with them. And the United States, in uh, just the reality of the political situation on the planet, has to recognize that we as a nation must do business with and get our hands dirty with unsavory characters because we want them on our side instead of the other side. And if we're not willing to realize that, if we're not willing to work with those countries, they will go work with our enemies. So you got to decide sometimes to do business with groups and people and countries you don't particularly care for because you don't want them doing business with the bad guys. And the bad guys really are the Chinese, the Russians, and the Iranians. And we just have to come to terms with that. Now, you got to come to terms with your tech life. Do you have a computer? Do you want a new computer? Did you go get one of those generic big box computers and it kind of sucks? You should go to Vision Computers and let them build a computer for you. A laptop or a desktop, it's a great process. You you work with them instead of a one-size-fits-all package. You build what you need, what you want, what's going to last you for a while, and then Vision becomes your tech support. They give you a phone number. you got any question about your computer, they can answer it quicker than a Google search. You call them, they answer 15 seconds or less, they tell you what's going on. If you got a problem with your computer, they can remote in to fix it. You can use them nationwide. They're in Atlanta, Georgia, but they have business all over the country, and they want you as part of the Vision family. All you do is go to visioncomputers.com. That's the website, visioncomputers.com. You can check them out there, but then call them at 404-COMPUTE, anywhere nationwide. 404-COMPUTE. You tell Vision I sent you, they'll save you even more money. Now, here's the thing. If you're a small businessman and you need computers for your whole company, Vision can take care of your whole company and be tech support for your whole company so you can save money by not having an IT guy on staff. Let Vision be your company's tech solution. VisionComputers.com or 404Compute. Tell them I sent you. They'll save even more money. 404Compute. He'll do the research and give it to you straight. Eric Erickson is live every weekday. Text RECIPE to 33777 now. 
Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Went long in the last segment. Wanted to get in Manny's phone call here, so I have very limited time here. When we come back, however, you will be shocked, surprised. Not really. New York Times suddenly realizes that kicking kids out of school over COVID for a long time before bringing them back in was a disaster. Of course, they want more government spending to combat it. We'll get to that. But first, I got to tell you about Omaha Steaks because right now they're they're winding down the semi-annual sale. But right now, cross the site, 50% off. You go to omahasteaks.com, get 50% off site-wide at checkout. You put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, you get an extra $30 off your already unbelievable savings at Omaha Steaks. omahasteaks.com, at checkout, there's a promo code box. You put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You save an extra $30 off the already remarkable savings of 50% off site-wide. Steaks, seafood, ready-made size, desserts, main courses, you name it. Now, here's the thing. You also get 100% satisfaction guarantee. Why? Because Omaha Steaks wants you to be a lifetime customer. I've been a customer of Omaha Steaks since the 90s. It's kind of cool, actually, to be telling you about them now as an advertiser for them because I've been a customer of theirs since the 90s when I was in college and wanted to give grown-up gifts to people and impress people and... They've been impressing people for a very long time. They've been around since 1917. They're just good people with a great product. You go to omahasteaks.com. At checkout, you put in the promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. You save $30, minimum order required. You get 50% off site-wide right now. You do it all at omahasteaks.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.